Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. Welcome to Fish Hunt Talk Radio, and our host, Frank Selby, is on the line with us. Frank, good morning. Good morning. Uh, we got a good guest to start off with. Uh, uh, we got some fun stuff coming up. Um, first of all, by the time most of you people hear this, because we record on Friday and it plays during the week, uh, depending on what venue you're looking at, it'll be on uh, uh, Sirius XM Radio, uh, Saturday morning at 9 Pacific, 12 Eastern. And what channel is that? 211 on your... There you go. Dial at 9.30 in the morning. Well, 9 o'clock Pacific, but they always kind of vary by a few minutes. Anyway, so tune in. Appreciate that. And we've only got a couple of minutes. First of all, I want to say you heard it here first. We, last year, on our trip to Ketchikan, it was great. But we changed the time two or three times. And a lot of people couldn't make it because they didn't have enough uh, time to schedule it. This year, it looks like uh, July 13th to the 17th. And it's an all-inclusive trip. Uh, and, you know, so in other words, all your meals, all your gear. We've got 20-foot uh, uh, covered cruisers with a 90-horsepower that'll take you anywhere, you know, 20, 30 miles of where you want to go from the, from the landing. And it's self-guided, so you can do get out there at 6 a.m., come in at 7 p.m. if you want. But uh, anyway, that's coming up, so make your plans. Um, what's a trip like that worth, Frank? About 2500 at least. That's the very, uh, on a special. Well, normally... Alaska, you figured by the by the time you're all in, it's about a thousand a day. This one is eighteen seventy five. So it's in a five hundred dollar deposit, and then uh, you're in because we've got uh, we're expecting a big turnout this time. So we want to make sure anybody that wants to get in can, and there's limited rooms available. So, yeah, we already got a couple. Good, good. Well, we got you this year. I think you had to come up with an excuse last year, but anyway, we'll talk some more about it. And all right, so we're going to be coming back in just a couple of minutes. And we've got uh, a friend of yours, I guess, Jordan Bates, is, is coming up. And I'll let you take care of him. We'll be right back with you on Fish Talk Radio. A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock-absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. With a long pedigree, the Snow Bee brand today offers the very best equipment modern technology can provide. Started in Europe, Snow Bee is now providing quality fly fishing gear in the USA. Waders, clothing, rods, reels, fly lines, bags, and innovative new accessories. Enjoy your sport and leisure time more than ever. The affordable value of Snow Bee makes it available to everyone. Go to snowbee-usa.com. Catch a shadow, I can catch a 
Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan and our host Frank Selby. Here we are. Uh, Frank, good to have you. And you've got a special guest. Would you mind introducing Jordan? Yes. Jordan's one of uh, the young guys that come into my shop and go fishing. He had a dead spell for a little while. He was dead for a while? now he's back up on the top of the mountain. He got two doubles. And anybody knows what two doubles is, you catch two fish with one cast. Uh, what? And you're fly fishing? Yes, he is. Well, I thought, you tied, brother, I thought you tied a fly. I, I thought you tied a fly at the end of the line. How do you catch two fish? You'll find out. Okay. Jordan's going to explain it <laughs> to right. you. I'm anxious to do that. First of okay, all, Jor- Jordan. Well, Jordan, tell us where you are, uh, name of your company, and how to get in touch with you before we start. Uh, my name's Jordan Bose, and I work for a small custom home builder. And right now, I am. Uh, we're currently working in Corona Del Mar, building a custom home. Oh. And on the weekends, I. Uh, Go out and go fly fishing. Wow. Well, Corona Del Mar, so you're not exactly across the street, but, you know, you're within a mile of some great uh, fishing. Yeah. <laughs> Saltwater fishing, though. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. Some, some good spots. So, anyway, I'll, uh, if you guys want me to tell you the Start. story? Well, yeah, you know, tell, tell you what, your Jordan, story. Jordan, this is your show from now on for the next uh, 10 minutes. All right, I might have to cut it a little short, but so me and my brother for the last year haven't caught a single fish. We take my girlfriend, my dad, my uncle, whoever wants to go fishing. Everyone catches tons and tons of fish. Me and my brother don't get a single bite. (laughs) Same same technique, everything. And it's all because one year ago on my birthday, I caught a 24-inch rainbow trout up in the Kern River. And... uh, funny because we took we took that fish we flayed it up and we hiked in about i'd say eight or nine miles and i asked my brother hey where's the pan and he says i thought you had the pan and i said oh man so we tried to cook the fish on the rock it just and we had no grill or anything to cook this fish on so we wasted like half of this fish oh, did you have a stick it didn't you have a stick? Well, we, we, we tried a stick method, and but, like, we lost some in the fire and the cold and everything like that, right? So uh, it's just funny because after that day when we killed the fish, we haven't caught anything in oh. uh, an entire year. Yeah. And then so I'm leading up to the story of how I caught two fish on one line. All right. Me and my girlfriend, we went backpacking, same place, Kern River, and uh, the upper Kern, and... We hiked in off uh, of uh, Johnsondale Bridge, hiked in. I was using an SBB and uh, my own copper john. That's and one of Frank's flies, right? Well, one of Frank's flies. I, I tie my own, some of them, but some of them I, I can't be bothered with. You know, it's just a lot of work. So, And I don't have the time for it. But anyway, I, I put the SBB on about two feet above the bottom of the line on the lead, and then I put a red copper john on. And I casted it upstream, let it flow down in the rapids, and then, boom, I had a hit. And I start reeling it in, and when I had the fish on, I was pulling it in, another hit, and I thought it was just the fish moving. Yeah. But when I got it up, I actually caught two fish on one cast. Now, awesome. Explain how you put that on. So you've got the um, the fly line and then the, the leader. And where do you tie the second hook? Well, the first hook is about two feet up, so about twenty four inches, twenty four thirty. Oh, so it's one. It's not. It's not. It's not a stringer. It's it's one line where you tie a hook on, and then you've got the uh, tag line, and you put Correct. another hook. Okay. Correct. Hmm. Yeah. So we caught. I caught 11 fish, and my girlfriend caught three fish. Wow. And we ate two, and it was just an awesome trip. Wow. And have you ever done that before or since? Uh, Well, I go fly fishing quite often, but it took quite a while to finally catch some fish, right? Frank Frank gave uh, me the good mojo. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. You listen to me all the time, so I try to show you the flies that will work at that time. And I always tell all my people, 
if you're going somewhere, go into the local shop, try to find one of their guides, be honest with them, tell them you don't got the money for the guide trip, but you'd like to buy the flies there. And they yeah, will help I, you a lot. I love to, uh, I have my own store, which is Frank's, his and her fly shop. I get all my flies there. <laughs> that, also, that sounds familiar. Also, uh, I go to the fly shop up in Kernville. Guy, guy something, but there's only one guy Jean. in Kernville. Guy Jean. Guy Jean, yeah. And I like to get some custom ones there just because he might know a little bit more about the area, but... I like to have my specific, you know, I, I buy most of my, I'd say 75% of my stuff from his and her fly shop just because it's close to me and I like the, the guys there, you know. And uh, You know, I'd like to interject for a second. Uh, Frank called me the other day and he goes, hey, guess what? I had these uh, two guys from Canada that were in Southern California and they heard me on the radio, so they came in and bought some flies. So we're everywhere. And then you had somebody else from Oklahoma that called in that listens to the show. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, no, it's it's crazy because me and my brother grew up in Montreal, you know, and we're both we both like to go ice fishing, and but it's just hard, hard, hard to catch anything with well, flies when you're ice fishing, you know. I don't know. I've never done it, but you know, with some of these uh, uh, ice homes, you know, I can guess they can be pretty comfortable and get a heater and all that stuff in them. But uh, do you know what my definition uh, of uh, fly of uh, ice fishing is? What? It's a jerk at one end of the line, uh, waiting for a jerk on the other end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, when right. us poor boys just have to sit on a five-gallon bucket with a hole in the eye. Yeah, well, yeah. thanks anyway. <laughs> Not me anymore. Uh, yeah. I only did it twice. Yeah. But, so uh, where's your next trip? I think our next trip's going to be up in Bishop. Oh, that's easy. Okay. And what you, you got to fish the Laurel on? Well, we're going to go. We usually hike in from up above Rock Creek Rodge and oh. uh, Mosquito Flats. Yeah. Go all the way back okay. to Chicken Foot Lake, Gem Lake. And up yeah. there, there's some. There's the upper, upper uh, lake. Well, you know, the, the, the Owens River goes kind of right through Bishop. And uh, just, what do they call it? Foot, foot, something dams or whatever it is. Five rivers. Yeah. Anyway. You can you can catch some great fish right uh, in Bishop, you know. The, yeah, when, when sure. the lower but they like high. to be out by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, oh, by the way, Jordan, do you do guiding? No, not at all. I'm just a fisherman. Yeah. But and he's a damn good one because he listens. Well, I'm wondering if you'd want to give us some contact information if somebody wants to talk to you. Could you do that? Yeah, sure, no problem. And uh, just a phone number? Sure, you can give them my phone number. All right, that's 734-239-5503. 734-239-5503. And that's Jordan. And if you're going out, say, hey, Jordan, you know, I want to go some, and, you know, what do we do? Anyway, we only got a couple minutes left, but we appreciate oh. that and that uh, double... That's uh, that's a rarity, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah for sure. And how big were anyway, these? I think. Sorry, I think uh, I'm going to have to cut it short because I'm oh, real busy at work right we'll, now. We only, we only got one I'd minute. I'd love to keep talking, but we only got one minute left anyway. Okay. So it's uh, anyway. If you want to, Jordan's a passionate angler, and of course Frank can help set you up with he did uh, like Jordan and. Uh, that's a pretty exciting story. I don't know how often that happens, but that's pretty pretty good stuff. And then uh, yeah. you're talking about Bishop, man. With Within an hour or so, you can be in 10 different places. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The fishing's unreal here compared to Canada. You know? Oh. <laughs> yeah. For, 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 for trout fishing. Yeah, especially when you get yeah. into the more winter months. But yeah. uh, anyway, Jordan, we appreciate very much you coming in. We'll let you go back to work and build your house or whatever you're doing. And thanks for coming on the radio with us. You are listening. All right, well, have a great day, guys. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio, and we're on uh, Sirius XM tomorrow morning on was it Channel Two Eleven, Frank? Yeah, that's and, correct. And then uh, you can find us anywhere on the. Let's go to the internet. We're on all of the yeah. digital stations. The military base channels. Well, that's Air America. Yeah, we're on like yeah. 167 countries. 
But uh, go to the website. It's a good place to listen to us and listen over and over again. That's a smart thing to do. You might learn something. I know I learn every week. Anyway, we're going to let you go. That is fish. Just go to fishtalkradio.com. That's a simple one. Three words, fishtalkradio.com. And get ready for our trip to Alaska. We'll be right back. Passionate sports fishermen who value first-class fishing experiences paired with personalized service and amenities. All-inclusive Salmon Falls Fishing Resort on the Inland Passage reinvents the Ketchikan fishing getaway. Guests enjoy exceptional gourmet cuisine, superior fishing excursions, fully guided charter or self-guided in center console boats accommodating three anglers, updated guest rooms, and suites. On-site fishing processing to clean, freeze, and pack your catch. Rooms range from log cabin rustic to modern. Our 52 rooms offer the ultimate in comfort after a long day of sightseeing, fishing, and exploring Ketchikan. Non-anglers love Salmon Falls, too. Shopping along Creek Street, kayaking, hiking, whale watching, or gathering around our fire pits with a hot beverage, all at prices less than expected. Just pull up Salmon Falls Resort in your search engine. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar. Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. With a long pedigree, the snow Bee brand today offers the very best equipment modern technology can provide. Started in Europe, Snow Bee is now providing quality fly fishing gear in the USA. Waders, clothing, rods, reels, fly lines, bags, and innovative new accessories. Enjoy your sport and leisure time more than ever. The affordable value of Snow Bee makes it available to everyone. Go to snowbee-usa.com. A full-surface fly shop. His and her Fly Fishing offers FFI certified international fly fishing instructor and guide service with Frank Selby. Listen to Frank as host of fishhunttalkradio.com or listen live Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific time on Sirius XM Radio Channel 211. Custom flies are handmade to, to your order in-house in Newport Beach. Fishing in Mexico, Belize, Florida, or the Rockies, Frank and the staff will deliver exactly what you need. Flies and gear. Google his and her fly fishing. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and, of course, our host, Frank Selby, who's a world-famous fly angler and uh, tie flyer. But, of course, Frank, you don't usually tie most of those flies, do you? Um, Gracie and me tie 99% of of our flies in half. Well, that sounds like you tie 50%, but I think she does more like the 90%. Uh, no, she ties 75 <laughs> yeah. and I tie 25. There you go. I thought so. Anyway, uh, Frank, we have Robert uh, Tenowith on with this. And what's become extremely popular in the last few years is uh, the prints of uh, made from real fish. It's kind of, a, I guess it's a Japanese um, origin. And I would like Robert to talk about the whole process and what it's called. It's all yours, Robert. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, yeah, so Giotaku would be the Japanese word for this. G-Y-O-T-A-K-U. Giotaku? Yeah, G-Y-O-T-A-K-U. Mm-hmm. And this was a Japanese art that actually started... Uh, mid-1800s, and there's two 
stories of origin uh, I'll quickly go through. Uh, okay. My favorite is samurai actually had fishing competitions back then in order to prevent the, you know, it was this big. Uh, they had them print their fish on paper as proof for these fishing competitions. So I can just imagine, you know, way back then, even anglers were talking about uh, how, how big their fish were, embellishing a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, if you ain't fishing, uh, you ain't lying. Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I bet you... It, I bet you guys know a few folks who say well, stuff I've, like that. Well, in, in my tackle box, I've got an elastic uh, measuring tape. Okay, gotcha. That works. <laughs> and, uh, you know, this, this art form is actually uh, really neat because it's, it's a little bit cooler than a photograph, and, and people can do lots of things to photograph these days. Uh, so embellishing can even go that far by expanding the picture. Uh, the other origin uh, was actually more practical. Japanese fishermen would go out uh, catching fish for the market to bring in. They would clean the fish out uh, while they were at sea, and then uh, you know they would make the prints of the fish before they uh, fillet it, and then they would bring the meat back to market and display the print above the meat so the customers knew what they were buying. Mm. So. Uh, kind of gets rid of that mystery meat, uh, <laughs> what yeah. am I buying, right. uh, kind of thing. Uh, but this is, uh, it is becoming more popular. Have you guys uh, ever uh, played around with it? No, I haven't done it, but it's becoming more popular, and I know a couple of people that, that are really getting into it. Um, and it is, unto itself, it's an art. You know, a lot oh, of people yeah. get the prints and they hang them up, or whether they're you know the real thing or prints of the real thing, but uh, yeah, yeah, they, they are very artistic. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, it's great for all. I'm sorry, we had, we had two people. Go ahead. Okay, uh, I was going to say it's great for you know all ages, kids who catch their first fish. You know, it's much more affordable than you know a, a fiberglass replica mount. Uh, all the way to you know more serious folks who want to hang them above their uh, fireplace. I've I've actually got a few in art galleries, so it's uh, it's endless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we uh, no. okay. Give me one minute. Uh, we used to do the back bay, and we would have free fish day, free fish day, and the kids would catch a fish. They would run up. And these two ladies used to put them in the blue or pink and they put them on the paper for them so they have their fish. And it was really neat because you could rip them off and put them back in the water. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 It's uh, Most of this material, is the ink uh, is non-toxic. Uh, the the company that I that I'm a co-owner of uh, paperfin or uh, thepaperfin.com or thepaperfin on Instagram you can check out some prints uh, we keep that non-toxic and uh, we actually do not use ink so it's even quicker uh, than the ink way and less messy but uh, yeah I've seen people throw them do catch and release prints as well well I never yeah. thought of that. Yeah, now, tell us about this. You've got a process which is apparently new to the market, where you don't paint the fish with charcoal or ink, and then roll it on the paper. The paper itself has an ability to to catch the print. Explain that. Yeah, so we use uh, at the paper fin a inkless technology. So the traditional giotaku art can be very messy because you're dealing with lots of ink and paintbrushes, lots of supplies. It can be more expensive. Uh, it's also difficult to use ink. So we use an inkless uh, towelette, a special solution on the towelette that you wipe onto the fish, which reacts to our specially coated paper. So you put the paper on top of the fish and kind of rub it and pat it and then pull the paper off. And there is a permanent uh, print that is very detailed down to the scale. Uh, yeah. I mean, very detailed of, of the fish. And it is, uh, it's, it's revolutionary. We're patent pending. Uh, we just got started, but we've had wonderful feedback so hmm. far. Now, when you do print, so however you do it, do you touch it up at all, like paint the eyes or anything? Or you just, whatever uh, it is is what it is? 
Well, you, there are artists who will touch it up. Personally, I am not very good at art, but I can make these prints, uh, which is kind of a testament to folks who might want to get into it. You don't have to be an artist. Uh, you know, you can just paint the fish or wipe our towelette on the fish and put the paper on top and the print, the fish will do the work. Uh, but there are a lot of artists who will enhance the picture or the print afterward with ink. Uh, personally, I just keep it with the print because, uh, as I said, I'm not very uh, good with painting or, or drawing. Well, it doesn't sound like you have to be. No, no actually, that's the best part about they, it. They turn out really excellent. You see the yeah. eyeball and everything. Well, yeah, we, I don't know I, about yours yet. I haven't seen yours, but I've seen the ones that they did at the Bay. Yeah, go to www.thepaperfin.com, and you could see pictures of my prints. And uh, Instagram is just thepaperfin, but I've got prints on there. Uh, you know, another cool aspect is you can just do parts of the fish. For instance, I've got a king mackerel tail. Um, you know, so you don't have to do the whole fish. You can do just the tail. You'll see a lot of tuna tails in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one more quick question. How big of a sheet do you make it? We have two sizes. Uh, so one would be about a foot by 18 inches. Uh, the bigger one would be about 34 inches by... 25. Yeah, so you could do a, you could do a Dorado or something like that on there. Sure, and uh, you could actually put two and sheets two. together as well, and oh. and uh, do half and half, uh, which I see some artists doing because as they get bigger, they're harder to print. Yeah, I got one more question. Uh, which places have your paper that you can buy, or do you just have to buy it online now? Sure, that's a great question. Uh, we're actually in 20 stores in the Midwest. Uh, we That'll be Wisconsin, Illinois, and Michigan. Uh, we're also available online. The uh, The kits are online mm-hmm. on our well, website. Let's, let's do this one more time. Com. First of all, a pet peeve of mine is forget the W's. All you have to do is go to the paper fin, P-A-P-E-R-F-I-N, Dot com, thepaperfin.com. And then uh, check it out. And I think there's somebody else on top of you, but uh, they don't have anything to do with you do. And just go check it out and uh, look at it. Very affordable, a lot cheaper than buying them. And they're very, very popular. A lot of people are putting them in their den and in their uh, man cave. But uh, And they're starting to be worth some money. That's correct. Uh, people are buying. I mean, for that, for my prints to be in an art gallery, it, it just blows my mind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I uh, little you know, public service announcement: buy a kit for that friend of yours who who embellishes their fish. It says it's this big. You know, let's, yeah. let's prove it. Print it. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Just measure it after yeah, it's on like paper. That. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've all got that friend. Yeah. Okay. I got quite a few. One of them is uh, talking to you right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, process elimination, I would say that must be John. Well, yeah. I don't play golf much anymore, but I used to have a wedge uh, that was attached to my foot. But, uh, anyway, uh, no, I don't cheat unless I'm playing for money. But, uh, <laughs> but no, that, that sounds great. I'm going to get some of those. Uh, uh, Robert, I, I think I'd love to take it. I'm going to um, my condo in Cabo in a day or two. So next week, Frank's going to be doing the show. But we'll get you oh, back on. I wish, I wish I had more time to take some paper with me, but it's a little too late to get it to me now. But, we uh, could, yeah, well, maybe we could work something out and ship it over to where you are in Cabo. Uh, well, if you just ship it to me overnight, I get it. But uh, we'll, we'll try. I'd love okay. to have that. Okay, and uh, we're going to have to go. Any other uh, quick notes from uh, Robert or Frank? Yeah, one more. Uh, would you email me at SBB Fly? Uh, I think I'd like to have some of that paper in my shop. Oh, good idea. Good idea. Yeah. 
Yeah, we can uh, okay. we can get you guys whatever you need. Well, he can, yeah, well, he's got a fly shop, and he can sell that paper for you. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah, we can. Uh, yeah, we'll make arrangements after the call. We would love to uh, be in in the store. All righty, absolutely. We'll get you on the west coast. All right, you got it. All right, all right. Thank you, guys. We're gonna wrap it up. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Just go to keep it simple. Don't worry about the W's. Just go to. Um, uh, Fish Talk Radio, three words, fishtalkradio.com, and go on our site, and we're in the process of making some big changes, and then get ready to go to Alaska in July. We'll be right back. The road stretches for miles in front of you, and with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. A full-service fly shop, his and her fly fishing, offers FFI-certified international fly fishing instructor and guide service with Frank Selby. Listen to Frank as host of FishHuntTalkRadio.com or listen live Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Sirius XM Radio Channel 211. Custom flies are handmade to, to your order in-house in Newport Beach. Fishing in Mexico, Belize, Florida, or the Rockies, Frank and the staff will deliver exactly what you need. Flies and gear. Google his and her fly fishing. The soft science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip-resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. Alaskan RV Butler, guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler, like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV, view the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife, or fish for the big one, all while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouth-watering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, our host Frank Selby. And we have, right our, here. we have our old friend, not old like in age, he's just a kid, but we have Mark Sidney who operates, uh, gosh you get different names, is that Americana Spurt Fishing? That's correct, an old, yeah, it's an old fart, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, anyway, Mark runs an operation with him and his partner uh, about booking people into Costa Rica primarily for fishing. So we're anxious to get you back on again. And uh, let's start with an overview, if you don't mind. Is First of all, Costa Rica is not that big, but it's in different parts. You know, and most of it's on the Pacific, so you got the northern, the southern, and if you want to go to the Caribbean side, I guess you can. But up in the north part of the Caribbean side, I guess there's some pretty good fishing. But uh, give us an overview, if you wouldn't, Mark. 
Okay, great. Well, off the Pacific coast, north through south, and especially central Pacific, you'll find one of the world's top uh, billfish, especially sailfish bites, and that's getting underway in the next couple of months. Mm -hmm. And it's been recognized. Um, that area has been named uh, uh, the world's number one bill fishery. Well, sailfish is big. Most yeah, but sailfish is the biggest, right? Sailfish is the biggest, mm -hmm. yep. I mean, we've had international tournaments here like um, La Sueña's uh, signature Triple Crown, which is three legs over three, three legs over nine days in uh, January, then February and March. And one year they released over 5,000 billfish. Oh, my gosh. 98% of them sailfish. Wow. Well, I got one question real quick. Are, uh, yes, how sir. far are you from the game reserve? I know you can fish in it, but I just well, which, wondered. Which, which game reserve? There's a couple of them in there. Which uh, wow. reserve? I mean, there are I thought many. you were right there I mean, by the tip. Well, Mark is uh, based in San Jose, but when you go to the Pacific Coast, he puts you on a charter bus and just takes you down, and the closest place would be Hako and Capos, uh, but also farther north and farther south, some great fishing. And yeah, they've got different preserves. I mean, yeah, the most uh, best-known um, national park here is Manuel Antonio National mm -hmm. Park near Capos. That's, the one. That's, that's, right, that's right near Capos, right? Yeah. Yep, and there's a great new marina there called Ace Vela with a world-class sport fishing fleet. Capos, by the way, was one of the first sport fishing destinations here. And that's where the uh, Offshore World uh, Champions take place, the championship takes place every year, uh, usually sometime between the beginning and mid-April. Well, uh, Frank's going to love this, Mark. Frank is an avid fly angler. And, uh, you know, when we went to Alaska last time together, he goes, I'm going to catch a halibut on a fly. And I go, well, Frank, if anybody can do it, it's you, but uh, don't count on it because you don't catch halibut on a fly. Well, you know the rest of the story. But he loves to fly fish, and sort or uh, sailfish are perfect big game pelagic fish uh, to catch on the fly. And that's becoming, I think, it kind of started getting popular in uh, Costa Rica. And now, tell us about it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people come down here to fish uh, for um, billfish on the fly, especially sailfish. There are some marvelous fly fishing captains. Most of the boats um, don't carry fly fishing gear for obvious reasons. As you know, it's pretty personal what you like, but they can advise on um, colors, types, weights, etc. Mm -hmm. Well, just kind of describe my understanding is that uh, you know, you're not dragging four lines. Generally, you know, people that want to go fly fishing, what they'll do is uh, they'll do a slow troll with the bait. And then you'll see these seals coming up after the bait. And then uh, the captain will either hit the button or crank like crazy, pull the bait in. And just before the sailfish, you know, is reaching for the bait, the uh, fly angler will throw a fly right in front of it, and the, the fish will kind of go, what, what happened to that? And he goes, oh, I'll take this. And uh, is that generally the, the way that you fly fish for him? Yep, that's the way it's done. I, you know, you got to get them in the spread, right? Yeah. And then, try, you know, pull up your baits and throw in the fly. Mm-hmm. John? Yes, sir. Uh, we draw. We usually draw, pull four non-hook jigs. When the sailfish comes up behind it, you yell. The captain throws it into neutral. Oh the yeah, kid, that's right. The deckhand right. jerks the fly way away, and you land that fly right in front of him. Yeah, that's right. I forgot and to say that. And then put your head between your legs and just rear in goodbye. Well, if you're going to be official, <laughs> you cannot fly fish from a boat that's uh, um, uh, under power. So the first thing you got to do no. is, is uh, put it in neutral to make it official or make it legal. 
and then you right. wind it in and throw it out. While you jerk it away. Say again, Mark. Go ahead. And, uh, it's lots of fun, and a lot of people come down here, especially to do that. Mm-hmm. And they start, uh, you know, as I say, the time is between December and April. Oh. And a lot of people also come down here, and they do overnighters to the um, fans, the fish aggregating devices. That's becoming increasingly uh, well, increasingly I got, I've got two questions. Uh, what is a fad? Yep. Okay, a fad is a fish, what they call a fish aggregating device. And they're sort of buoys placed on the surface or just below the surface, usually 40, 60, 80 miles off the coast. And for reasons that nobody really knows, they attract pelagic fish, well, especially uh, say, uh, Well, they especially probably, they're probably attached to marlin. a chain. Yeah, they, they're attached to a chain which attracts small fish. And, uh, and then the big fish come and eat the little fish. But, uh, but uh, one, it's one, very, very popular here now. Mm-hmm. Well, especially, it, especially in the um, in the our summer months, where uh, when the bite slows down immediately off the coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll talk about the season yeah. in a minute. But another question for you, Mark. Uh, when yeah. I was in Costa Rica, we were close to shore, and you could look down and see a lot of rooster fish. And talk about fly fishing. Rooster fish is probably top of the list for uh, fly anglers, saltwater fly anglers. Yes. Yep, it's, it's right up there. Well, for top inshore fish, uh, roosters on the fly, and a lot of people do that. It's, um, what can I say? You catch a rooster on a fly, and you can put your name up on a plaque. <laughs> yeah, or or do a, a a fish print on it and still release it. We talked about in the last yep. segment. Yeah, but uh, rooster fish are well, very interesting. They're kind of like a when they're it's fun to watch them in your clear water. Uh, you know, normally uh, uh, shallow water with some rocks and sand on the bottom, and they'll be on top. And you put a bait in the water, and it'd be like a. Um, a torpedo with sonar, and it'll kind of lock onto it and go right after it. And so you do the same thing, whip out the bait and, and put it in. But you actually can see them coming to the bait, and it's exciting. They're tough little buggers. I mean, a 25-pound oh, yeah. rooster will give you a, a tremendous fight. Yeah. And uh, Well, they're almost like 99% catch and release. Uh, actually, I've had them, and the small ones are tasty, but the big ones you don't want anyway. But uh, no, yeah, it's here, like, they're, here they're a hundred percent catch and release. Mm-hmm. I mean, but they're fun. But I mean, but of course, and when you're fishing inshore, I mean, you're also going to get uh, snapper, and if you want to go down a little bit and do some bottom fishing, uh, several grouper species. Yeah, and uh, that's table fish for you. Well, let's uh, let's talk about seasons because we're just coming into it. My understanding is that you have what they call the wet and the dry, and you probably understand why they call it wet. <laughs> you know, the curbs yeah. the curbs in San Jose are about eighteen inches high, and there's a reason for that. <laughs> is when that water comes down and it keeps coming down, but uh, so in that wet season is our summertime. And the dry season is uh, like from uh, Thanksgiving to Easter, something like that. Oh, well, yeah, end of November through through the beginning of May. Yeah, basically. and uh, that's that's the best time to go down. And the weather is beautiful that time of the year. I mean, you're almost uh, on the equator, so it doesn't change a lot. But it's not that hot. Nope. Not that hot that uh, you're going to be suffering, but it's beautiful, beautiful weather and beautiful, beautiful water. Hey, John, if me and you wanted to go down, how do we get in touch with it? Well, we're already talking to Mark. It's easy. Hey, Frank, maybe oh, we should oh, put it, maybe we'll put a, <laughs> Maybe we'll put a trip together. Yeah, yeah do that. I, you've been here several times. I'm waiting for you to do another. Yeah, it's time. 
It's time. But uh, by the way, we've been growing the station by a tremendous Believe. amount. Leaps. I mean, we're we're getting probably about a million uh, impressions a month now, mostly on digital radio. We're on uh, Sirius at uh, Channel 211 on Saturday morning if you want to listen to us. Uh, 9 Pacific, so it would be, I think, uh, 10 your time. That's yeah. Ten more, yeah, we're an hour uh, yeah. we're an hour ahead of you. Yeah, the coastline goes that direction. Anyway, we gotta wrap it up. Mark again, we'd love to have you on. I appreciate you taking the time. And let's go to Costa Rica. All righty, thanks. Let's get a trip together. All right, thanks guys. We're gonna be right back. We're gonna take a quick break. And you are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio with John Hennigan and our host Frank Selby. And we'll be right back. We got a few things to talk about. A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. It's a big one. For passionate sports fishermen who value first-class fishing experiences paired with personalized service and amenities, all-inclusive Salmon Falls Fishing Resort on the Inland Passage reinvents the Ketchikan fishing getaway. Guests enjoy exceptional gourmet cuisine, superior fishing excursions, fully guided charter or self-guided in center console boats accommodating three anglers, updated guest rooms, and suites. On-site fishing processing to clean, freeze, and pack your catch. Rooms range from log cabin rustic to modern. Our 52 rooms offer the ultimate in comfort after a long day of sightseeing, fishing, and exploring Ketchikan. Non-anglers love Salmon Falls, too. Shopping along Creek Street, kayaking, hiking, whale watching, or gathering around our fire pits with a hot beverage. All at prices less than expected. Just pull up Salmon Falls Resort in your search engine. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and our host, Frank Selby. We're going to wrap it up. But we've got a lot to cover, Frank. Yeah, we've got a lot. exciting stuff going on. Let's you know, first talk about your trip. Well, a couple of things. First of all, I would really like to put together multiple trips a year. And the trips we put together are, um, well, they're high end. But they're not priced that way. We've got a trip coming. We're starting today. You heard it first. July 13th to Ketchikan. All-inclusive. Uh, you got three days of uh, self-guided and uh, covered 20-foot aluminum boat. It's very, very comfortable. And 90-horsepower outboard. And it'll take you anywhere you want to go. That's included with it. And then, of course, your meals, your tackle, your bait, all that stuff is included, your fish processing. And, How many days do we get the boat? Uh, four days. Well, it, it okay. depends. Now, Seattle, if you get the first flight out of Seattle, you can get in Ketchikan and uh, be on the water by around 1 or 2 o'clock. 
And, of course, that time of the year, you can stay out there till 9 if you want. But you fish from about 1 to 7 or something like that. And, uh, and then we got three full days. If you want to go into town, the shuttle bus will take you in if you want to come down and take an afternoon off or whatever it is. But uh, that time of the year, it's a lot of fun. I'm anxious to get back up there again. And, and the food's always good. And we talked about the price. You got plenty of advanced time this time. We kind of screwed up last year, changing it around. But it's July, I believe, 13th. Um, yeah. That's Monday through Friday. And it is uh, the, normally when you go to Alaska, you're looking around $1,000 a day, plus airfare. This trip, we put it together by, after dealing with the Clover Pass Resort for many years. They gave us an unbelievable price. So for twelve seventy-five, and that will include a twenty-five dollar going to the tip to the uh, deckhands and the staff. Uh, twenty-five dollars per person will go into a prize fund for the biggest fish on one day. You'll have uh, memorabilia, some clothing that'll be personalized for you if you get our uh, give us your um, name and uh, size. We'll have it personalized just for you. A monogram, and then uh, uh, it's just just a lot of fun, a lot of great people, and I think this year we've only got ten rooms, and I think we're going to sell out, to, you know, probably by January or so. So get in touch, send a five hundred dollar deposit directly to the lodge, and you're locked in, and then you've got uh, you know six months or so to save up the rest of the money. And it's a great deal. And you want to get your air flights in early because it's cheaper, and you can get that early flight out of Seattle. So, anyway, that's that. And then I'm leaving uh, the next day or so to my condo in Cabo San Lucas. Haven't been down there for a while, and so I'm anxious to do that. We're going to be doing some fishing, and I'll give a report when I get back. Next week, I'm going to be down there fishing. And, uh, oh, Frank, did I tell you this? My good friend, um, Jim Kurkowski, has a fleet of, uh, they're not necessarily fishing boats, but they're certainly fishing boats, but they're high-end yachts. He's putting us on a 35-foot Riviera. I mean, it's air-conditioned, it's got a galley, it's got uh, a a queen-size berth in front with a round bed um, and another berth. And we have a captain, a deckhand, and a steward to take care of us. That'll be next Saturday. And I won't tell you the price because you can't get it. But <laughs> it's unbelievable. And he has some great stuff down there. Whether Are you going to do that even? Uh, uh, no, we're going to be on the water every day. But if somebody wants to go down, let me know. And we'll put you on the Sunset Cruise at no price, at no charge. So anyway, uh, I guess we're running out of time, Frank. But uh, a lot of good stuff, and I appreciate you taking over for me next week. I have no, no idea problem. who you're going to be talking to, but I'm sure it'll be good. So I appreciate that. And go to fishtalkradio.com. Listen to the show as many times as you want. Uh, this show will be up in the next couple of days. And then uh, you can look at some of the previous shows. They just tell you what they're about. And you, you spend, you, you could, uh, what do they call it when you just go one after another? Anyway, we got to go. 